and welcome to Straight Out of Context. This name actually came from one of Pastor Murray's sermons. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't remember which sermon it was, actually, but uh, the idea is that uh, everything we do is linked to a certain purpose. It's kind of a, a play off of Straight Out of Compton. I don't know if you've seen that. On Instagram, people were just posting their city on Straight Out of, okay. let's say, Reading or Straight Out of wherever. So I figured context. Um, everything linked to a purpose, which is, of course, our mission statement, declaring yeah. to each individual their eternal value in Jesus and preparing them for his soon return. So last time we left off, we were uh, gearing up for the new year, and here yeah. we are again gearing up for the new year. So it must be a year later, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Pretty much. I sort of experienced time dilation, which I doubt. I may, I may not be understanding what time dilation is. <laughs> But anyway, it is, it is about a year later. And so um, how have things worked out in, in between that period? Where, where have we been? Yeah, we kicked off a new year with uh, our Staying Connected series. And that was after we had 10 days of prayer with the elders and a prayer service with the elders. And the goal of that series was basically to go for the first three months of the year focusing on Christ. And this year we were kind of springing off of that into now now that we've connected with christ with each other it's now time to connect with the world mm -hmm. the community around us so that's where we went for the first quarter um and then we kind of progressed from there into the life of christ mm -hmm. to see how that worked out in his life mm. so we had we had a couple series you mentioned staying connected there's mm -hmm. a crown of jesus was there another one that i'm missing no those are the two main ones i think the first I had some hodgepodge sermons every once in a while. I okay. throw in one that was that was different. Mm -hmm. But those are the two series I remember as far as, yeah, the connected one goes for the first three months, and then from there we, we I usually go into the life of Christ or, mm -hmm. or some other uh, book. So the sermons, oh, before we, before we uh, go on, I'd like to talk a little bit about Camp Meeting Redwood. Sure. That was, uh, that was a fun experience for me. Yeah. Uh, First time running sound for a kids group, which I actually enjoyed a lot. <laughs> How was it from the other side of? Uh, it was very, very much. Uh, it, it flowed. I've been mm. a part of that for those my sixth summer, I believe. Mm. Okay. And it was like most summers you get there, and, and every day you don't know what you're doing, mm. and so to have any kind of planning was an improvement. And we started mm -hmm. that last year in part. And this year, it, it was more effective because the themes carried through each each morning. We carried through the evening, and the whole thing had a theme from the time of Christ up to His crucifixion and then His resurrection mm -hmm. and beyond. We didn't have that in previous years, and and this year we saw the young people coming up, especially after the gospel one where Jesus died on the cross, and that showed Him being resurrected. They came up afterwards just with that that prayer and that pause at the end of the prayer for them to in the silence give their heart to Christ we had kids mm -hmm. coming up and saying just thank you for doing that so you know I, I know it made a difference and I think it overall the behavior of the kids was was a lot better probably because of the softening of Christ we, we mm -hmm. haven't had that focus so it's been very helpful oh that's good yeah, I of course wasn't there this previous years but yeah it was it was good for me too even though you know, I might think it's just kids stuff, but there's something in it for even yeah. adults. Uh, I'm, uh, I think it was the, the Wesley brothers that mm -hmm. that was impactful for me. Yeah, I just yeah. And this next year we'll have more focused on those videos. It's going to be Heroes for Christ. There's a series. 
uh, basically the armor of God, but we're calling it heroes for Christ instead mm-hmm. of soldiers for Christ. Yeah. Because then you could pull in boys and girls, whereas most mm-hmm. boys think of themselves as a soldier. Yeah, but that was their yeah. favorite song, We yeah. Are Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it back next year, but there's a yeah. few others that we're going to add. So. Yeah, it's good that we got them to sing clearly yeah. instead of just screeching. Yeah. <laughs> Make a, a, a skillful noise, yeah, <laughs> joyful noise, and then the, I think uh, every time was the other. Yeah, fa- that was a surprise favorite. You know, I hadn't heard that one until years ago when I was at Milo Academy, and I was a cook, and I went to their worship service one Friday night. I had someone had the guitar, and they played that song. Mm. My wife is like, I need to get that, you know, not because mm-hmm. I don't think theologically he throws us in his pickup truck, what? but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's the idea of he kind of gets us down and, and tries to keep us that way. Yeah. And then we just need to turn our hearts to Christ, mm-hmm. and He'll free us from that bondage. Yeah. You know, um, I was thinking after that, I'd like to record some of these songs and just make them available. That would be yeah, a nice. I'd say bring they were, if we can record some next year at the camp meeting, or is that what you have in mind? Or well, that yeah, and maybe some here, or, mm-hmm. depending. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a good uh, project. So, yeah, there's a lot of good songs there. King of the Jungle was a fun one. I think the most fun I <laughs> was cranking the reverb on it. <laughs> he said, don't do that. Oh, I noticed it. It was, it was, yeah, the kids, they, yeah, they they like that echo effect sometimes. Yeah, well, you, uh, actually, your wife said, wouldn't it be funny if we... <laughs> yeah, she likes that. So, so yeah, I thought it was uh, fun, <laughs> but I decided not to do it again. <laughs> oh. You know, if yeah. I knew that, that's, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah. Some things are funny only once, though. I wanted to use a little intelligence. <laughs> All right, so that's where we've been, and that that has kind of been a, a good thing for coming back with uh, a more focused approach. And because that was one thing I had there was a focus. I, I knew where I was going, yeah. and I had to be there this time. And it just more interaction. In years past, you would have had no idea until the day of. Nope. You would have had no schedule, mm. and sometimes not until six. 6.30 at night, so. Well, that's, that's a little late. <laughs> yeah. Especially you're trying to arrange things. I, I would be trying to arrange, I was on the sound the mm-hmm. first couple of years, and you're just trying to get everything organized with this old CD player and this DVD player, and, and they're like, oh, this is changing, that's changing, and you're just like, okay, there's no, what's the plan? Mm-hmm. There'd be nothing. So you just have to start writing it down, mm-hmm. handwrite it, and make your own schedule as to what the person tells you. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really, very much a more peaceful time mm-hmm. for everybody. In fact, the ones who are last minute people who like to have that type of pressure, and some people were very creative under that pressure. I'm not, mm-hmm. I usually work ahead and then, I, then I'm able to revise it as I go. Yeah. But those people were like, thank you so much. This was a blessing because it was organized. Yeah. And they didn't have to, and they knew, even though they would wait till the last minute, they knew <laughs> what they were yeah. planning. And I had that safety net to lean on. Yeah. 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 Always helps to have a plan. And last year we had a plan and we made a nice, uh, um, well, the Lord blessed with the way things went. And uh, so uh, where do we see things going from here? Right now we're finishing up the Crown of Jesus series. And some people wondered, why is it called the Crown of Jesus instead of the Crown of Life? Mm. And it's pretty simple because the goal was to focus on Him, stay connected with Him, and eventually share Him. And then... As we looked, at, as I started looking at the Gospels, I noticed his humility and and when he would go around and minister to people, mm-hmm. and the fact that he even became human, taking off in essence his 
visible divinity, if you will. I mean, this, mm -hmm. this idea of he's the king of the universe and then becoming one of us for that 33 and a half years. So I thought, man, this is an amazing amount of humility to accomplish this mission. Mm -hmm. And we're going to need that same humility. We're going to need to be able to, to put aside our, our quest for money, for fame, for prestige, for position. And as I went through the Gospels, especially Luke 11 through 13, I started noticing more and more how he dealt with things um, in that humble way. Mm -hmm. And he showed us the kingdom. And that's where we ended up this last week was uh, the parables on some of the kingdom yeah. concepts. Yeah, it's a completely different kingdom than the the kind of uh, kingdoms yeah. that we set up. Yeah, there was a song, I think it was by Chris Tomlin, uh, The White Flag, basically, I Surrender. Mm. Um, and, and every once in a while that song comes to mind when I see the life of Christ. It's basically, mm. what do I need to surrender to mm. be the witness He would have me to be? And this week we're going into basically what does it look like the kingdom look like in the home. We have a baby dedication, mm -hmm. but and when you have a sermonic series, you can always include those elements in it. You can look mm -hmm. at the words of Christ now, maybe not in the same book you were in, but you can look at the words of Christ. All right, how does how does the kingdom, what does it look like in a family? How does it um, basically go from church to family? Mm -hmm. and because I believe you stay connected with Christ, with your family, then your church and then your community. It's like a ripple. Yeah, we were uh, reading about that in worship this morning, how a family uh, can be a really powerful sermon in and of yeah. itself, yeah. a witness. Yeah. yeah. That's certainly the building block of everything else. That's true. That's the way God set it up. I mean, if I look at the Jewish economy, you're right. I look at uh, creation, all of that, you start seeing this concept of of not just two people, but the, the Israelite society was once you began multiplying, you know, basically the family, not just the husband and wife, but it's the family too. There was a picture of God in that. There, mm -hmm. there was something about the family unit. And, and you see it when the fathers would take their children out to, uh, to tend the flocks and mothers at home. Well, what's going on at home? It's not like she has to have a list from the father as to every single thing to do she would actually have to have the ability spiritually to raise those children while they're little and and as mothers make decisions sometimes when the father's out in the field or in the flock with the flock so you look at this this whole idea of they worked together they knew each other they they had these this oneness in the home so yeah. that when they were apart they still continued that that was the foundation of the israelite clan system mm. so we're looking at that a little bit this week next week is communion um, and that communion I called it uh, basically oneness in water, and it was, mm, so I was yeah. looking at that, I was like, I was looking at the foot washing, how that brings oneness mm -hmm. through the water, but then I went to the cross where the water and the blood flowed out, and basically that it reminds me of the, the story of Adam and Eve where God crafted his bride from his side, mm -hmm. and then from there it naturally goes to Revelation. So that's where the water of life is given freely by both the spirit and the bride say come and so you have this idea of sharing again that's our year our theme overall this mm -hmm. year is to basically share christ share the mission but and then from there the elders are going to pick up and they're going to i'm going to i'm going to kick off but they're going to basically pick the ball up and run with it the Adventist heritage series mm, so that's okay. where we're going next after the crown of crown of jesus series ends and that series
basically we as elders have been surprised at the lack of uh, understanding of our Adventist history. And we've mm. talked about it, prayed about mm. it, and finally it's like, okay, let's just do a series. Mm. So I'll do prophetic guidance showing how God in His mercy has given us spiritual gifts and the gift of prophecy from the beginning of the Bible all the way down to the end, mm. especially in 1844. And then from there, Alan takes it, and he's going to talk about the um, how we're not just Adventists were Sabbatarian Adventists. How did how did prophetic guidance give us light in that subject? So he's going to show how we, as people who are Adventists looking for the second coming, we also see the Sabbath as a crucial link in that. Mm, so he's yeah. going to do that, and from there, other elders are going to pitch in, and it'll wrap up October twenty-nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, for those who don't know, October is a historic month in Adventist history. Yeah, especially at twenty second. Um, I guess you would call those the pre Adventists, the Millerite movement. Well, not pre Adventists, it was Advent movement, but not Seventh day Adventists at yeah. that time. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah. So that that is the main event. Basically well all of scripture, all of history. Yeah. All uh, everything is Moving towards that point when knowingly or unknowingly, every philosopher, every teacher, every scientist is moving to that end. Whether or not they know it, everything they're discovering in the rocks, everything they're discovering in, mm-hmm. from, for instance, archaeology and science is showing us that there is this huge amount of complexity that just mm-hmm. could not have spontaneously happened. And I and I think that's even though even though I was at last and just a while back. They're talking about billions and millions of years. Mm-hmm. They always mention at some point this idea of cataclysm or flood, you know, some kind of well, it's, water. It's undeniable. Kind of, yeah. So you see water, but they don't want to admit the flood. You know? No, just a so. flood, probably a local <laughs> flood. Just... So we've got a lot of work to do to help other people see that they're actually, in a way, contributing to the coming of Christ. Mm-hmm. And then from November on, we typically will focus on Thanksgiving, but before we focus on Thanksgiving, as a church, we're going to have a celebration Sabbath where we see where we've been, and I basically dust off the five-year goals that we had from our vision quest Mm -hmm. and say, this is what we've accomplished. Here's some things that we've kind of put on the back burner, and maybe we'll try later, and here's where we're going. And I'm also going to reveal, tally the uh, church health assessment results. Yeah, we took a, for those who don't know, we took a church survey of all of our members that were willing to participate um, back in 2014, and then now we're getting down to the end of a, a period uh, where we took another survey, and it's time basically to show the people, here's, here are the areas that we were working on that we've noticed a deficiency in. One of them was missional focus, mm-hmm. and here's how we feel what we're doing now. It doesn't mean we're doing better, it just means our perception is hey, we've, we've improved in that area. Mm-hmm. And our perception is we need to keep improving these other areas. So we, I'm going to show that in November before we get into Thanksgiving focus of mm-hmm. sermons and, of course, Christmas. Yeah. And then we're right back to staying connected again in January. All right. So we talked about member involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, how we, we kind of touched on it a little bit. Is there anything specific that we're trying to... You know, I would say... The sermonic content only really sets a tone. It doesn't really recruit for total member involvement. Right. So these sermons are encouraging it, 
I think right now we have about 50 people, different types of volunteers involved in something in our church. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you've got an attendance of 100, 150 some Sabbaths for a big Sabbath, that's, that's pretty good involvement. Uh, we'd like to see more, and yeah. specifically I'd like to see more small groups starting in these different other areas. Right. Um, and so the sermons will, will come back to that content, that concept every once in a while. But I would say overall, the members who come up to me and they've watched the YouTube clip that they missed or they've um, somehow got it on the podcast, you know, they've, they've heard some things, some of these sermons. And it's not just the sermons, it's all the work you guys are doing to make them look good. I mean, yeah, um, the content somehow is speaking to hearts. And I see no point in revising that. I mean, I, I say if it's... If it's going well, we are taught as pastors in church growth class, you cast a vision, mm-hmm. then you get the members' input. We've got the members' input first, mm-hmm. and then we're casting the vision to kind of reinforce where we as members want to go. Mm-hmm. This is a difficult phase of the journey that I've never been on before with some churches. So what's it going to look like? Like I said last time, it's the stay tuned idea. I mean, mm-hmm. each year is kind of that way. Yeah, New opportunities new ways members can be involved and as a member myself as well as a pastor you know what, what are some ways i can volunteer my time to help beyond just pastoring mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well i realize not everything can be uh, done through sermons yeah. and there's only so much a sermon can do uh, you're you're basically i was going to say there's only so much time you can spend yelling at people <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. that you are lecturing or yeah, yeah. The content at a certain point has to go home, otherwise it's just, it's, I mean, we gather as a group with a common bond, mm-hmm. but when we leave, we have to somehow keep that in our hearts. It doesn't matter how interactive the sermon was or lack of interaction, you know, just mm-hmm. boom, 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 you know, a powerful sermon, uh, but it has to somehow be taken home. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a... Uh, uh Pastor, is it Donovan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was saying, you know, when they talk about, oh, that was a good sermon that really fed me. I said, well, what are you going to do? Get constipated? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then he apologized really quickly. He said, oh, I'm sorry, that was nice. No, that was clean. That's a good, that's a good analogy. <laughs> you're just sitting there. You know, yeah, it's got to be ingesting. absorbed. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it is a waste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Point of the day, don't get constipated. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Let it flow out in a... Uh, <laughs> not in that way, but in, in, in uh, uh, reaching it, out to others. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, taking what you know, sharing it, that, that's how you grow. Yeah. Um, I've certainly seen that happen with just working on the sermons. I was going back, seeing how long it's been. Mm-hmm. It felt like two years. But uh, maybe that maybe I was going back to audio. I don't know. Of course, I did it before that as well. But uh, looking on the the YouTube channel, it's been about a year. Mm-hmm. So I think February 2015 was the first one. And uh, yeah, that's a lot of work. I've done. Oh, well, I've improved them a lot, or or seen ways to improve them a lot more since then. So I was yeah. just looking at the first one. I had the end credits rolling in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, this is, and anything yeah, is an improvement over just you know yeah. static uh, video that's kind of blurry. Yeah. yeah, we're still working towards getting high definition at least yeah. 
I mean, I would like to go 4K or maybe 6K, 8K. <laughs> Yeah, just it, it, it kind of future proofs things, but it's also just uh, um, having a clearer image. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be the best image because if the content is good, people will listen. But I do want to present yeah. something that's aesthetically. Yeah, I was on appealing. a YouTube page the other day, and, and I was like, good content, but I, I really can't. I mean, they filmed the whole service, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of hiccups along the way, and, and mm -hmm. it was it's distracting. Huh? Yeah, it was just sound issues and other things that took place that, that we kind of take for granted because things usually run very smoothly here. Mm -hmm. But um, it does improve it a lot. Um, the, yeah. the video in, that one, in this one church was so dark. It, it was, I mean, you could see the speaker, mm -hmm. but when he started going down towards the front, it was just so dark you couldn't see him. And, and so it was just really awkward. Yeah. So I think it's a craft, and, I, and it takes a certain amount of skill, which is what I, I see you have, and, and especially getting those slides in there. I'm sure there's software and stuff that's involved, but, but still, the timing of it, it still takes quite yeah. a bit of time. And I really can't, because I have an assistant editor now, and uh, working on getting another one, and then mm -hmm. we want to keep expanding it. So eventually, maybe some of us could take a break for a week or two yeah. and work on something else. Cause yeah. like, I'd like to improve the intro, you know, just different little things, which sure. I can't do if I'm doing the weekly maintenance, but just um, going back to trying to teach that, it's like, you can't really, you can sort of teach it, but I say, well, you know, wherever, wherever it seems right, you know, the, you mm -hmm. know, there's a certain feel to it, like, okay. And you kind of get to know, yeah. Like, uh, I know if you look down, okay, that's a good point. Or if you turn around now, he's going to point to this. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't realize I was giving you some cues. It, well, yeah. <laughs> I learned how to read them. I spent a lot of time with you over the computers. <laughs> yeah, I go back and, and, and critique myself. So mm -hmm. um, that's been very helpful. Yeah. I haven't had that opportunity before. And in some ways, it makes it better. In some ways, you know content selection some of these sermons could be broken up into two mm. it could go instead of a 12 part it could be a 16 part series you know mm. but uh, try to people are still sitting there and they're still mm -hmm. saying amen so it's like alright I'll keep going but <laughs> yeah usually try to keep it under an hour <laughs> yeah well and you usually do and there's a lot crammed into that period and it doesn't feel rushed either so yeah. that, that's a good thing um, speaking of series Revelations mm -hmm. Hope just uh, wrapped that. I did another another pass at it, fixed a few things, and so it's just about ready to be released. <laughs> uh, now I just have to figure out how to get it on DVD. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I had a a church that did it on audio CD, but that was it. Mm. In fact, that series was my you know my trial on that whole mm. idea of going through chapter by chapter. I improved it quite a bit between that and the second time, which was here. Well, I, I even learned some things. Yeah, I'm taking this, uh, going through this class, Revelation, Hope, Meaning, and Purpose, on Tuesday and Thursday with the with the group. And same teacher you know, that I took back in my master's level class of Revelation, but he brought in another individual with him, mm. and he uh, is going right back to these places, archaeology, in the last 10 years. He's just showing... And we didn't used to even have this. Now look what we have. And he would show a before picture when he was there years before, mm -hmm. say in Ephesus. And now all of this uh, archaeology has taken place. And that's in 10 years. You know, that's not very long ago.
So I've been amazed as I've been reviewing it myself. Mm-hmm. And some of the th- conclusions I came to in that Revelation series I did, I was, I was on my own. I didn't even know this guy was doing all this. Mm-hmm. So now I'm watching it. And he's had, citing the exact same text that I cited to, to basically show Christ in that one. And mm-hmm. It's been encouraging. Just yeah. to see. I guess I wasn't too far off. <laughs> That's always encouraging. <laughs> Second opinion. Yeah. yeah, mouth of two or three witnesses. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading this morning, you know, if you're going to speak the words of God, then, then speak as if God's speaking through you. It was a, it was a translation of mm. the spiritual gifts that I hadn't heard before. And I was like, wow, that's quite a responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Unworthy responsibility. Mm-hmm. For some reason, he's chosen us as his witnesses. Yeah. But uh, as uh, Alan says, sometimes it's not just here, but like, in the future, we're going to be missionaries to the rest of the universe, basically, yeah. telling. So, so here's just practice. Yeah, we're, Paul says we're a theater. Yeah. And he mentions the, the heavens, and it's pretty clear in the Greek that he's not just talking about the stars up there. He's, he's talking about basically inhabitants. Inhabitants. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there was a song that talks about love as a Christian it says you've got to love with your life hmm. there's a lot I mean we do need to make sure we say the right things or be careful of what we say but there's also matching it up with uh, the way we live the way we treat other people yeah. and as we've been reading uh, in my house starting in the home mm-hmm. and then branching out there so yeah, our society has a lot of songs about uh, making sure you tell that person you love them. Mm-hmm. And I would rather err on the side of telling people about God's love, even if I don't do it perfectly, mm-hmm. than to not say anything. Um, because you know, that love is a total package. It's, it's, it's a disciplining love. It tell, you know, he, he warns you, if you especially look at the prophets and their role, and yet at the same time he woos you and tries to... It's like my children. When I'm in my best mind, most you know, which is most of the time, I would say I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doing all right. That when I consider where they're coming from, when I'm correcting them, if I can do that as a father, mm-hmm. then surely God would would do that for us. I mean, He's He's got love beyond what I can have for my children. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather talk about that love and mm-hmm. be criticized for saying. And that's the thing too. Some people don't believe that that focusing on Christ is enough yeah and I found the more I do that he dresses all these other issues I mean it's pretty clear he, he can handle the issue of some hot issues homosexuality for instance he can handle that one mm-hmm. because it's a pretty clear and, and the elders are going to talk about this in January after our sermonic calendar ends for this year mm-hmm. um, we're going to continue we're going to talk about victory in Christ as we stay connected with him too and that's one of the issues we're going to talk about Mm-hmm. How, how do these lifestyle choices we are making, besides just that one, cohabiting, how do these yeah. things undermine the cross? Yeah. And we're going to show pretty clearly that they undermine the cross. If we continue in those lifestyles, we basically crucify the Lord anew, and we, and we, and we reject the cross eventually. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're going, uh, part of our Staying Connected series that the elders are going to help me with in January. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty clear that, that he, uh, he can address any situation. If we let him. Yeah. So 
that would be that would be a good point to end I think seek God and then let him actually well ask him to help you let him uh, change your life and uh, nothing he does is to make us miserable uh, might seem like it at the moment <laughs> but in the end it isn't so anything else you want to leave with no, it's kind of like the child who's small and you, you as a parent are wondering if uh, you know they can handle this type of we went hiking in Mount Lassen mm-hmm. and how much can my children handle you know can, how many miles can they I need to lead them softly but you'd be surprised if you if you allow God to push you to the point where you, he, he knows beyond our minds and beyond our, even our own current understanding how much we can handle Mm-hmm. And so you, it's like taking the child up to the hills. You keep saying, come on, you can do it. You encouragement. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, that child's walking four miles up a hill, you know, stopping along the way, getting drinks and all that. But they're stronger than they realized. Mm-hmm. And that's my goal. When I want to stay connected with, when I, when I stay connected with Christ, I want to be able to look back and, and not because I'm prideful or whatever, just to say, okay, Lord, how have you led us? And he, he's going to say, you were stronger than you really thought. Look what I brought you through. And it's all because you stay connected with me. And so this this strength idea, growing stronger in grace and knowledge, is all linked together in, in these sermons. And, and pretty much the whole focus of the elders and myself have been to to keep the church revived, and then reform and have God reform it mm-hmm. the way He would do it, make it stronger. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. This has been, uh, I guess, the second episode. <laughs> straight out of context and uh, look forward to doing this again sometime and please stay tuned continue to listen there's there's more to come <laughs>